0: Welcome to Out of 100 (laughs) Review Show. We are going to do a different intro every week. I can feel it. This is where we review things from screen, stage, literature and sound. We do not know what we'll be reviewing each week. It just depends on what we've seen, what we've watched and where we've bloody been. If you listen to the last episode, we reviewed Wicked. I think my score was 59.9 or 1 out of 100 and Nana's... Was 58.9 out of 100 for the West End musical Wicked. Go and see it, make up your own decision, and come back and fight us or agree. <laughs> um, Auntie Nana is back with, oh God, not Auntie Nana. By the way, I'm going to do this a lot as well because Nana and I also do a podcast called Your Aunties Could Never. It's all very incestuous in the world of British blacklist. There's lots of <laughs> all the fingers, and all the pies. So we do a podcast called Your Aunties Could Never together. Uh, listen to that. It's fun. It's crazy. It's- Hi,
1: Nana. Hello, I am Nana Evans, and I am one of the writers for the British Blacklist, and I do reviews mainly around stage at the yes. moment. Yeah, as I said, our
0: categories are screen, stage, literature, and sound. Screen speaks for itself—is TV, film, and digital and streaming and stuff like that. Stage is theatre. No, stage could also be a performance. Could be mm-hmm. a dance show. Yeah. It, it could be a dance be show. Anything that's done on the stage could actually be a sex live act. Okay. Could be. I mean, I don't know how we or where we'd ever get to review that and bring it to you, the audience, but it could happen. Literature, books, and uh, sound could be, would be a concert of some sort of any genre. Nana went to see, take it away. I went to
1: see The Meaning of Zong, mm-hmm. and it was written, co-directed by Giles Torreira. Who also plays the lead. He plays the lead in it as well. Like, yes. So that's three hats he's wearing. So he yeah. is the lead writer and co director. We review things out of 100.
0: Out of 100 is exactly what it is on the tin. Out of 100. It could be one out of 100. Then you know that's very, very bad. It could be 99.9 out of 100. And you know that's very, very good. We can also give things 100, but it has to be stellar on all fronts. We break things down strip, story, acting, characters, directing, costume, soundtrack. All the stuff, we go for every single category that's relevant to the thing that's been seen, and then we do the total. And it's it's not a competition, but it's a kind of competition. I don't know what the prize is, but we just say my score versus Nana's score. I have not seen Zong, so I cannot give it a review score. I'm just going to listen and ask questions and tell Nana to give me her scores. First of all, give us the overview. What is the meaning of Zong about?
1: Okay, The meaning of Zong, it is about a slave ship, and this is factual history. It's a slave ship that um, sailed from Africa to Jamaica. And during that voyage, the crew threw over its cargo, which happened to be enslaved humans. And so... This is in the Maritime Museum at the moment. You can go through the court documents. It's all there. It's all documented. What the play focuses on is around this voyage that took place, there are two notable characters that it focuses on. There was one enslaved person that could speak English that spoke to crew. And there was another enslaved person that was thrown overboard, but held onto a rope and then was allowed to continue the voyage to Jamaica. And within that, why they did it was because the cargo would be worth more if it was insured than being sold because they had missed the market. They had missed the slave market. So that's the whole structure of the play. And it's just telling that story. Right. And um just to add,
0: Oluwada? Is that how you say his name? Oluwada? louder louder equiano who's an iconic black abolition british well he became a british abolitionist yes. once he got to the uk he um
1: is at the center of this story he's like the narrator and also was involved in bringing again you know this is history was involved in the um bringing this story to light and actually it being tried and then having an appeal But he was involved in all of that as well.
0: Yes, his journey began from
1: Nigeria. So, first and foremost,
0: story and script. We're going to, I'm going to think I'm going to amalgamate them into one. Story and script. What would you
1: give the story and script? Because this is living text. And when I say living text, it's been worked on quite a lot. So, you have like the skeletons of a script that's in there. And then there are lots of like improvised and narrated parts. Performance pieces in it. It's not just a set script. So, the story, it probably is good to combine the two. It's really good. It feels quite fluid and very experimentative, like the way it's all fed in together. But it's not a set script, to, like with a writer where you can tell. It feels really put together quite a lot by the actors. It feels quite improvised a lot of the time okay. as well. That could be the greatness of the script. In itself, it's an interesting piece. I would give it 80 because it's so different. Okay. Yeah, I'd give it 80 out of 100.
0: What about the acting? We have got Siddiqui Dimbele, an onstage musician, Simon Holland Roberts, who played Sir John Lee, Robert Stubbs, William Woodfall, Hezrena James, who played Reba, Remy King, who plays Arthur Piggott and Kelso. And then I think obviously you have Giles who plays. He is always a louder. louder.
1: Yeah, he's always a louder, equiano. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so let's go with Giles' performance first and foremost. Giles' performance was brilliant. You can really tell that he is like the force of this play. So he exudes the narrator, pushes the story forward as well in all of the actions. There's so many like really good dramatic pieces and it's not given again because it's history. There's a part which he plays brilliantly where he remembers what his name is. So this is, Olauda's story is he was named like most slaves and within that of the trauma he has forgotten what his name was. Mm -hmm. And so he has flashbacks throughout the play. And there's one part where there's a flashback taking place and just the way it's it's like goes to the depth of your soul where he's kind of recoiling and then spurts out his name in two parts. So it's like it's like Ola, Ola and then goes into Olauda oh, and then it's like that was my name. It's just it's so chilling. I had tears at that point as wow. well. It was so oh, it was so intense. Because again, it's that lost history. And when he manages to get that out, it's just like a release. Like you have a cathartic experience with him. Wow. He, I would say, is the only character that was able to evoke that emotion. But there was other really great pieces of acting in it where it was quite inspirational watching them as they're going through their journeys as well. But he was definitely the master of the stage. Was there anyone else that stood out the lady that played the judge, I think it was Reba, no, Remy. Remy King. She played the judge who was presiding over this insurance who was that,
0: Arthur Piggott or Kelsall? um Arthur.
1: Mm, now I'm thinking, no, I think it would be Arthur Piggott.
0: Pigot began his legal career in Grenada, so possibly that's who the lawyer was. But the see, jury. this would have been the judge.
1: Yes, yeah, so maybe by then. Go going Ken- to Show More, I think, if you click on Show
0: More, we may see Oh, it. there we go. Oh, there's more. Sorry, I didn't even see that. Okay, sorry. Tristan Sparrow could play Granville Sharp. And any Oko- you Nigerian people? I'm Ghanaian, so I can cuss. <laughs> One who's not African or West African don't join in this conversation. Nigerians, I beg your names. As a Ghanaian, I'm
1: struggling. Any hard? You know, Otubua, Otuba Kugwano. was an abolitionist as well. Okay. Wow. Okay.
0: Oh wow. Also known as John Stewart. Oh- Oh, right, yes. okay. I remember, I know the name John Stewart.
1: Imagine that, yeah, yeah, that's his actual name. That I think that's the thing, as well. You do learn so much. I really yeah. did learn a lot watching this, as well. And it's very clear history, which again is the script. It was just very poignant. Each person that came on, you really got a sense of who they were in history and what they're doing in this moment because you kind of heard their names before, but may not have. Place them in relation to the ship Zong and what they did. What would you give the acting out of one hundred? Overall acting, I would give it eighty-five. Okey dokey. With the storytelling, was
0: it angry? Was it reflective? Was it emotional? you said it was emotional, but what was the tone? Was it because I know in your interview with Charles, he was like uncovering history that's been overlooked. And it's important that this is to the forefront. So was the the over kind of arching like, you need to know this? How was the story delivered?
1: No, that's a brilliant question actually. It was very subtle in, I'm not ramming this down your throat, but I want you to connect the names that you've probably heard time and time again to these acts that they did.
0: Break that down. So these acts that they, the who, what's
1: that? Let's take Equiano. Mm. Every Black History Month, you will see his image around. But it's just his image is he was an African abolitionist who spent a lot of his life in Britain. That's literally all we ever get told. We don't know what that means. What did he do? And so what Giles has done really well is we know this figure, we know his face, we know this name, and he's attached it to what he did. So he's actually giving us real lived experience of this man. This is what he did. This is how he changed Britain and brought about acts that then contributed to the abolition of slavery. It's just just giving us an act that he did. That's really the overarching thing is I hadn't heard of the ship song. I knew that it got, they threw off slaves. I knew that they tried to get insurance yeah. but there was no context to who was fighting for this to be history that we know that's the story that he showed us who it was that was fighting for it thank you
0: all right so directing so it was a coat it was a two-hander mm. with giles and tom um, Chris. yes so this is a white man and a black man telling this story cohesively together did they do a good job do you think they had fights behind the scenes
1: I don't don't think they had fights behind the scenes I don't know, who who knows, who knows It flowed very cohesively and didn't feel separated It didn't feel like I'm taking this part and you're taking that part It really flowed really well Again, because it's like an ensemble, the actors were playing Most of them played two characters it was just really well done how they changed their costumes a lot of the time that was done in front of us. Standing in neutral, getting the costume on and then assuming another character. They just did it brilliantly. And then working that through movement pieces as well. So sometimes they would like movement transition into the next scene. And then their whole different characters, their voices change really well, especially for the women who also played the slaves and then would be the judge and the bailiffs. It was just really, really well done. Directing, again, was done really well. Staging planned out flawlessly. So
0: just to give a bit of history, Tom Royce was the Artistic Director of Bristol Old Vic from 2009 to 2022 before stepping down in October of last year and has been Associate Director of the National Theatre since 2004. He was the artistic director of, BA, of Back, BAC, up until 2004, and has widely worked as a journalist, broadcaster, and freelance writer, producer, and director. He's got a few things under his belt, yeah. okay? So he's experienced. He's worked, he was a co-director on Warhorse. Everyone knows about the War Horse. That was a very huge, huge play that was around for a long time. That's one of the only things. That's just giving a background into who Tom Morris is, and he and Giles work very well together. What's the score for directing? Eighty five. Eighty five, she says. Um, was there any music and choreography? Were there any songs and
1: dance? There was. There was. Um, are they signi- OK, are they significant enough to rate? It's the same kind of repetition of a song that the women sing. It sets the mood. So lots of the scene changes or whenever they were on the slave ship, they okay. would sing the song. I don't know why it's gone out of my head now, because I was actually humming it <laughs> just today. So it's quite a good song as well. It stays in your head, but it's, you know, that's the, mu- and there are spurts of singing that it, in between, but it is the percussion is just flawless. There's one man percussion. playing all of the instruments. And that would be Siddiqui Dembele. Yes. stage musician. It, it was... Almost like a part of the play. He was as integral to the play as any of the actors. It was flawless what he was doing. Siddiqui is his name, S-I-D-I-K-I.
0: And he was the on-stage musician. So for music and song, what would you give it?
1: I guess it's song. I'll be going with song. Okay, so song 90. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So hair and makeup, costume. So hair and makeup, or that... Significant of notes that I would put down for hair and makeup, actually, you know, and I would say costume was probably one of the parts that I felt needed more development. Okay. Because there wasn't a real strong design element and that would have just polished it off brilliantly. Uh-huh. The only one that did have a very strong aesthetic was Olaudah, a louder yep. qui- that was literally like the only real tailored, specific to the time clothing. And everybody else's, it just felt like, okay, so we're going to add in some African print here. I saw that in the trailer. Yeah, yeah we're going to take away the African print and we're going to put them in a suit. There wasn't a strong aesthetic and that was lacking. That It would have been great if there was a really good eye on that and had, even with the African print, it was of note, so like you could place it, so it doesn't have to be kente. It literally could be mud cloth, like you're just yeah. placing it to a region that the slave trade went through. That would have been great, but that wasn't there because all of the prints that were used was literally the New Age stuff. Okay, so what would you give it out of one hundred fifty?
0: And moving on to wool. That's production design. Was there anything think of note, production design-wise?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, production was great. Actually, the staging, it's the smaller stage in the Barbican, the theatre space. There was brilliant use of the screen as well. I do love these new graphic screens. It really adds different dimensions to yeah. And there was just slight atmosphere, lots of smoke, moving of furniture in a really lovely, concise way, making a court and then using the same timber to be the ship. And it was just okay. done so brilliantly. It was really, really nice. So, yes.
0: So just to go back, I didn't say the name of the costume designer. That is Jean Chan. Ah, also did the set. So, oh, set and costume designer. Okay. So, and then you have, you just to shout out, because you mentioned wood. You have the production carpenter, Andy Humphreys. Oh, wow. And production electrician, Catherine Mercer. Um, scenic painter, Cliff Thorne. And then oh. lighting programmer, Imogen Clark. So they all came together to bring a brilliant Yes,
1: Yeah. Yes. They actually set the stage very nicely and created a real atmosphere in there as well. And the use of lighting was quite interesting because from time to time, house lights would come on go down like it just it really created like a bit of a heartbeat spotlight the lighting was very interesting kind oh. of diff- production design out of 175 and for the
0: big one for the culture guys for the culture does it have significant impact on the culture when i say the culture i mean black folks <laughs> i mean us is it moving us forward is it setting us back into the slavery times <laughs>
1: And the thing is from the interview, I didn't even have to ask that question of Giles, but that was one of my first questions was, okay, is this another slave play? And he went straight in with, this isn't just another slave play and noted why it wasn't. And I would definitely say it absolutely isn't. I learned a lot without it feeling preachy, but just being able to connect some dots and be like, actually, I've learned something and And I was inspired
0: And sorry to cut you, you took your son. Please talk about how old your son is and how it impacted
1: your son. So my son is 10 going on 11. Uh, Because again, I guess he's learning this. Lots of bits he knew about, Mm. but like me, hadn't connected the dots. But he was really inspired with what the story was, learning a bit more about history. But the use of the instruments and the staging really hit him more Mm. as he's he's a creative so just seeing how somebody can do history in a really innovative inspiring way that made such a difference to him as we were going home talking about it he was super inspired as well as I was I was really like this is very empowering to hear the acts of resilience and not feel that pang of anger I wasn't angry at anything. It actually was really empowering to see what was achieved through the courts as well as the slaves and what they were fighting for as well. It was was really well done. Definitely a significant moment for the culture. I wish it had a longer run so more people could see it. I would give it 80, 90, 90.
0: Ooh.
1: Okay, guys,
0: we're now going to do some maths, quick maths. And get the total of the meaning of Zong as seen and reviewed by Nano. So ding 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 ding, ding.
1: I, th- I think you would have loved this one, you know.
0: Of course, I would have. Bloody hell! What is the total? Seventy nine point three out of one hundred. Does that
1: fit? Yeah, I mean, you know, I because it's me but I know we're sticking with what it has been calculated to. 80 out of 100 is an absolute, yeah, I would say that is spot on for this. There's power to work on it. And Giles had said that as well. Like when they are working on it, I think it's always going through different type of iterations. The only letdown, I I would put it at a 90, if the costume is sorted out, then it's a 90 out of 100, definitely.
0: Okay. Well, that guy's... Was our review of the meaning of Zong? It was at the Barbican for only three days. It has been on tour before, so I'm very sure that it will come back. And we'll be back soon with more news. No, nope, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more out of 100! <laughs> 100. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I am going to try...